come before you, Father. We're grateful for everything you're doing in our lives, these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up, Lord. We ask that you bless and multiply, Lord, that you continue to bless uh, your vision, Lord, for this area, Lord, this community that we're in. And, Lord, just continue to fulfill everything that you have in store for us, Lord, here. Uh, Lord, we're just grateful for the home that you've given us, Lord. And we ask that you just continue to bless it. Bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, and just continue to guide our hearts uh, and everything. We also ask, Lord, for your precious word, Father, that it may find good ground uh, this evening, that we can remove distractions, Lord, that we can open up our eyes, our ears, and our hearts to you, Jesus, to receive from you whatever you have for us uh, this evening. And we're grateful, Lord, uh, and we look forward to, to this conversation with you, Jesus. We ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated. Dios bendiga todos, hermanos. Esta noche, amen. ¿Cuántos están gozosos de estar aquí, hermanos? How many are excited to be here? Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless the band uh, this evening. Well, it's big news, amen. Everybody uh, is kind of aware it's a big week for uh, our family, for my son and my future daughter-in-law here. As they're going to be getting married this Saturday. Um, the planning has uh, um, been very good. I mean, it's been, I think they've done a great job and prepared stuff. And it's exciting to see uh, this process. And, of course, there's a lot of people asking questions and how are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, what's your thoughts on it? And um, we've we've been through that bridge already Uh a long time ago, amen. Um, but praise God, we're excited for them and looking forward to what God has in store for them. Pues, como sabemos, hermanos, uh, uh, no, no sé si todos saben, pero este sábado se casa mi hijo, Graviel, uh, y mi futura, ¿cómo se dice? Uh, nuera, that's right, nuera. Um, Nina, y este sábado... Uh, se van a casar, amen, y el matrimonio que van a tener aquí, y que, que lindo, es, es, how many years has it been now? Seven years? You know, you didn't say that so confidently, seven years, okay. Uh, siete años que, um, desde, pues eran niños cuando estaban hablando, y, y, um, uh, y pero que lindo es que, y estamos bien agradecidos por todas las oraciones, y Lo que Dios va a hacer en su futuro, amén. Pero este proceso es, es, pues es, es un proceso, ¿no? De matrimonio, es un proceso. Um, mi esposa y yo podemos avisarlos, y, pero era 22 uh, años, 23 años que uh, los casamos nosotros. So cosas han cambiado. No, tenían, uh, no teníamos el tecnología o el, el cosas que vamos que tienen hoy pero todavía ponemos un video y miramos cuando los casamos y cómo estaban todos hablando y son memorias bien lindas amen uh, you know uh, it's been a process for us and you as they're getting married we start reminiscing and you know I, I told them that I, the only thing I remember from from the the, the wedding well there's two things I remember I almost got in trouble there I remember seeing my wife and how beautiful she was. I do. That was, it was beautiful the, when I first saw her. Of course, 
I, I knew I was the luckiest man in the world. And I really mean that. I do remember that. So I'm looking forward to the experience that, you know, my son will have and all that. But I also remember, and my wife remembers this too because we laugh about it, we remember our cheeks hurting <laughs> when we were driving off for the wedding from smiling the whole day. You know, pictures, seeing people, that's how you do all day. You're like this, and you just, you know, and it's like, that's the one thing we remember, you know. But um, so there's good memories. There's things that they're going to have in store for them. So we're, we're excited for them. Ya mero me, yo mero estaba en problemas ahí, hermanos. Porque iba a decir que me recordaba de más de una cosa. Y no era el cosa que me necesitaba recordarme. Que me recordaba de dos cosas. Y una es que cuando vi a mi esposa por la primera vez ese día. Y, uh, man, boom, 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 boom. Ya, ya estaba, ya, y ya estaba bien gozoso y sabiendo que ya, no, nosotros íbamos a tener toda nuestra vida juntas. Uh, pero la segunda cosa también que los veíamos, uh, uh, mi esposa y yo, era que lo estaba doliendo, doliendo de la, ¿cómo se dice? La cara. Uh, de sornirnos tanto tan, tan gozosos y los retratos y todo eso. Y lo quedamos de eso y era una cosa que, pues, que, que es linda, ¿no? Es una cosa buena cuando estás son, sonriéndote uh, y, y, y estando bien um, uh, gozosos en el día. God bless the kids this evening. Amén. Dios bendiga a los niños. Oh, and los jóvenes, too. God bless, right? It's the, the youth goes on Wednesdays, too. I forgot. Sorry. Dios bendiga las clases. Amén. Están listos los niños para ir. Dios me los bendiga a todos. Yo estaba pensando, estaba pensando. Es, es una es un semana que, como dije, um, y ay, tú, ustedes pueden hablar con, con ellos. A ver si soy mentiroso o es la que no. Estoy pensando algo. Y, pero, Alisa, I, I, I don't know. Have I? Have I butted in a lot and said things and all that stuff? I only made one. I think I only made one suggestion, right? Nina, I said yesterday, and it was for you guys, just for something for you special. But it's, you know, it's their life. It's going to be their life at this, and, you know, and they've got to be able to enjoy it and, and be happy with it. And so we're looking forward to that, that they may be able to enjoy this together. Amen. But I was in the, you know, thought process of what it is and this, this whole um, thought process of the wedding and how God uh, has made such a special thing. Now, this past Monday, we talked about Adam and Eve, and, and we, as we read there in, um, in chapter 2, when, you know, God uh, um, uh, gives Adam his helper, uh, he talks about in this, it, which is crazy. We've talked about this before. Isn't it a crazy verse that they didn't even have parents, and he said, for this reason, a man will leave his parents. It was Adam and Eve. Where, where's the parents at? But God knew already what's coming, what was ahead. And he goes, for this reason, and it was just Adam and Eve, this, he knew what the future would be of mankind. And for this reason, man would end up leaving because of this holy matrimony that he had planned for him. ¿Qué, qué cosa, hermanos, que cuando comienzas a pensar en la palabra de Dios, ya el Señor sabía que tenía un plan para, para el, el hombre y la mujer y de, de casar. Y dice, por esa razón, dice que 
por esa razón el hombre deja a su padre. Es, es por el matrimonio, amén. Deja su, su familia por, su, uh, mati, por el matrimonio. Y, y qué lindo es que, que el Señor ya estaba pensando en, en, en esto. Pero también, qué cosa que no va a ser Adán y Eva. Ni tenían padres ellos, ni, estaban, ni, ni tenían, you know, y, y todavía, para que todos saben, todavía fallaron. Muchas veces es porque mi suegro, mi suegra. Y ya no tenían ellos, no tenían achaque y todavía tenían problemas. So, no, ya, 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 ya de decir esas cosas. You know, Nina and Gabriel, they can't, they can't, you know, blame us, you know, because Adam and Eve didn't have anything and they still messed up. So at the end of the day, the responsibility is on us and our relationship with God. Amen. Um, but a couple of interesting things, uh, biblically speaking, um, when it comes to the word of God, when it, when, how God defines marriage and, and looks at things within marriage, it's a very special thing. And we know this, and we're not going to get into some things that we're aware of already, but the marriage comparison is also our relationship with Christ. Uh, we see many times that the relationship with Christ is, He is the husband and we are his bride. Um, and it's a beautiful example of, um, you know, as he, as he defines it in Ephesians, as he des- defines it in Peter, where a man, you know, should love his wife. A man should give his life just like he did for the church. Amen? That's following me so far? <laughs> so, and so there's great examples to this in, on how we should be in this, in this, um, in this um, act uh, of love. Uh, and I like it. And, I, and, you know, but there's, there's one particular uh, story that I'd like to, for us to lead into here. I will get into in, in discussing it and talk a little bit about it and see what the Lord can show us tonight. Amen. So the title of tonight's message is The Greatest Invitation We Have Ever Received. El título del mensaje esta noche, hermanos, es La Invitación Más Grande Que Hemos Recibido. Amen. What is that invitation that's the greatest that we've ever received? Um, and hopefully through the word of God, we'll be able to see that. But if, if we could turn to John 3, 5. Si podemos voltar, hermanos, para Juan 3, 5. Dice la palabra de Dios aquí en Juan 3, 5. Dice, respondió Jesús, de cierto, de cierto te digo, que él no naciere de agua y del espíritu, no puede entrar in the reign of Dios. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into a kingdom of God. He cannot enter. Now we know this verse right here, but a lot of times, just because as through life, through history, things get diluted and things change. But the word of God is, is, uh, stands on its own. The word of God is the word of God. Muchas veces, hermanos, por eso es bien importante uh, a, a tener la palabra dentro de ti, entender las razones, los, uh, los razones de cómo uh, vivimos, cómo uh, somos obedientes a la palabra de Dios. Y aquí dice Jesús que, que no puede entrar al reino de Dios sin qué? Sin el bautismo. You know, that you can't enter into the kingdom of God without the baptism. And this is a very key verse right here because. It's referring to an act to be able to enter into something, enter into the kingdom of God. This act that was not, you know, before uh, uh, required, you know, we've been talking a lot about different things like the tabernacle. We've been, we've, we've been in the times of Moses, 
where there were sacrifices that were given to the priest. And, and we've talked about these different things through these months. But now we get to a point where Jesus is now uh, giving a new way. He's, it's a new covenant. We talked about covenants on, on uh, Sunday, the Ark of the Covenant. Now we're talking about a new way that he's referring to. This is how you're going to enter into my kingdom, which is a big reference because kingdoms at that time were still very common. I mean, you look at Israel, they went through a lot of battles through nations. The kingdom of Babylon, the, you know, the kings, there, were, there was the, the summer of the kings, right, where the kings would battle. When David uh, sins uh, with Bathsheba, he should have been at the meeting of the kings where they would all send troops and fight. And it was a common thing that they would do that. And he didn't go to something that he was required to. So kingdoms were very commonly known. And the Lord uses a term here and says, for you to enter the kingdom of God, which is critical because people um, had a belief in Yahweh. They knew who they believed in. It says, you must do these things. And this was all new to them. Esa era nuevo para ellos, hermanos, para el Señor decir que este acto aquí te da entrada a mi reino o al reino de Dios. Está haciendo algo, diciendo algo que no era que común para ellos. Nunca se ha hablado así. This had never been spoken to them in ways that they could understand it because they were on an old law, an old way, even though that we see it being mentioned uh, that how they were saved, how Noah was saved by water, and, and how, how uh, the people of, uh, of, of uh, Israel, when they left Egypt, they were also saved by water as it destroyed Egypt. They had never seen that this is my entry or my invitation into the kingdom of God. So this was, to us, is common. Praise God for that. But to them, it was radical. It was like, what? diciendo este hombre? Hmm. I don't know about that. You don't say de eso. Por esa razón, hermanos, a veces, a veces no, um, how do you say appreciate? No, apreciamos la palabra que sabemos nosotros. Pero si te puedes poner en el mental que estaban ellos en ese momento, estaba diciendo algo él que era bien, is it, how do you say radical, radical, or do you say radical? ¿Cómo? Radical. No era común para ellos. Praise the Lord, amen. So that's our Jesus right there, shaking it up a little bit, making you go, hmm. And there's a lot of things, and we've talked about this before in the, in the past, right? Where we read something in the Bible and we take it literally when he's referring to some customs, Jewish customs that they had. Like when he's standing before the gate, right? And he says that not even the gates of what? Hell will prevail against. And, the, and literally the place that he was stay, uh, uh, standing in front of was a gate that they called the gate of hell, the gate of Hades. Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. But you don't understand that until you look to see the place that he's at and then you see the reference and how all the cultures from other countries would come through there. Beliefs would go through there. It was very demonic. We start reading about this return of the gods that we're hearing on Friday from the book. 
you start to see that that was a place where they came from. Paganism would enter into Israel. And even Jewish people would believe it. They would be afraid to go at night because they thought that there was creatures coming out of that hole. But Jesus stands there before them and tells them, hey, I'm here. What's behind me? Uh -uh. What I'm leaving here can sustain it and push it back. So there's understandings that we have to have as we read the word of God, but we see something very important here. Unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, if we turn to Luke 17, 20, podemos ver una palabra importante. Amen, hermanos. Un entendimiento que tenemos nosotros, y qué lindo es, y a veces nomás lo pasamos, ¿cómo así? ¿Cómo que no? Sabemos eso, yo estoy bautizado en el nombre de Jesús, y estamos gozosos. Pero en ese tiempo, se estaba comenzando el Señor a enseñar la importancia de este acto, amén. So we see here Luke 17, 20, and it says here in verse 21, Lucas 17, 20, preguntando por los fariseos, ¿cuándo había de venir El reino de Dios le respondió y dijo: El reino de Dios no vendrá con qué advertencia. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, <clears throat> he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Verse 21, versículo 21 dice: Ni dirán elo aquí o elo allá, allí, porque he aquí el reino de Dios está. Entre vosotros. Okay, so we see here it says that the, the, and it says, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for the behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So we see here that the act of baptism is how we enter into the kingdom. And see, the Pharisees wanted to know, well, when is the kingdom of the Lord going to come? Because this is now the prophecies that they were promising and they were waiting for the Messiah. And he says, do you not understand that the kingdom is here with you? And a lot of them didn't understand it. Muchos no lo entendieron eso. ¿Cómo puede estar el reino del Señor aquí? Porque no se reveló a ellos. Y muchas veces a nosotros no entendemos en qué estamos ahorita nosotros. No se ha manifestado este glorioso reino para nosotros. ¿Y por qué es la razón que no se manifiesta el reino de Dios a nosotros? Si el Señor hace dos mil años dijo que está aquí. Está dentro de ustedes. ¿Por qué? Porque vienen cosas en nuestras vidas que son distracciones, vienen cosas. El pecado es un razón que no podemos ver el reino de Dios. Y podemos escuchar eso, hermano. Hay una diferencia de pecado y fallando al Señor. Porque un pecador, uh, si no se reprende, 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 arrepiente, arrepiente. Yeah, that's a tough see, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work through that one. You guys spoke for me on that one. We'll be stuck on that one for a little bit. Si no hacen eso, hermanos, pues es una carga que llevan que no pueden haber al reino de Dios. No pueden entrar al reino de Dios. 
We've got to understand one thing, that sin doesn't allow you to enter into the kingdom of God. But why can't you enter the kingdom of God? Because how could you enter into a place that's disobe- that we're disobediently uh, not being obedient to his word? Now, now, there's a difference. Now, as a sinner comes and repents, that's why angels in heaven, that's why uh, they celebrate, right? It's because they've entered. And we thank God for that, right? But see, we've diluted the word of God, and it's for everybody. You get a kingdom. You get a kingdom. You are in the kingdom. You're in the kingdom. You don't have to do anything. You're in the kingdom. No, it's not like that. See, Jesus starts it off with saying, no, this is what's required. And see, and the Pharisees couldn't see and understand because they were looking at literal text, not in what was in front of them. Which was the kingdom, which was God. So we keep on reading here in Revelations 19:7. Si seguimos leyendo aquí en Revelaciones 19, 7, hermanos, dice Apocalipsis 19:7. Dice: Gocemos, gocémonos y alegrémonos y desmosle, desmosle. Demosle, demosle, demosle. Am I saying that right? Demosle, right? Yes. I thought I said that, but maybe I didn't. Gloria, porque han llegado las bodas de qué? Y su esposa sea qué? Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. Very important verse here, verse 8. Versículo 8 dice, Y a ella se la ha conocido que se vista de lino fino, limpio y resplandeciente, porque el lino fino es la acciones justas de los santos. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. Amen? You guys with me? Praise the Lord. And we read verse 9 now. Y el ángel me dijo, Escribe bienaventurados los que son llamados a la cena de qué? Del Cordero. Y me dijo, Estas son palabras verdaderas de, de Dios. And he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are the true sayings of God. Hermanos, la imitación de Dios. Qué lindo es oír la voz de Dios. What a beautiful thing it is to hear the invitation from God to this ceremony. Qué lindo es oír una invitación de Dios para esta boda. You see, some of us, we can't see that. We don't understand that God is calling us. This is different. This is different from something that you experience physically in this life. Hardships that you had, that's not a hardship that you have with God. The past and, and relationships isn't the same relationship that you will have with God. But it says something critical. It says... Um, that the, the, the bride has made herself ready. 
Amén. Dice una cosa bien importante, hermanos, que se ha preparado la esposa. Y la esposa en este en este uh, explicación o ese ejemplo es la iglesia. ¿Y qué, cómo se arregla la iglesia? Porque hay, hay muchas opiniones en eso. Yo puedo, ya, ya oigo muchas opiniones, pero cálmate. Se prepara que cada uno de nosotros los miramos en el espejo y somos obedecientes a la palabra de Dios. Porque muchos de nosotros tenemos una opinión y puede ser de otros y estamos como el fariseo que no podía ver. El reino estaba frente de ellos. Esa es una daga. It's a dagger because, you know, the Lord, it, it, it prefaces that he was talking to Pharisees and the Pharisees asked, tell, you know, in the kingdom of God. And he says, the kingdom of God is right here amongst you. Didn't you? They couldn't see it. Why? Because they were too busy seeing other things and not seeing him. And God wants us not only to see him, but he wants us to be like him. And this is why we struggle. This is why we're depressed. This is why we have anxieties. This is why we have problems in our lives. Because we're too much wanting to be ourselves instead of the great imitation the, the, who has spoken to us and said, come to me when you're tired, when you're laden, when you're burdened. And we say, nah, I'll get another job. But man, all we got to do is see him. Esto que necesitamos hacer es ver al Señor. Eh, y esta invitación, este llamado de Él, qué lindo es. Ni, ni, ni entendemos ese momento, hermanos. Puedes entender que un momento que Dios está invitando. It's powerful, it's powerful. And you, and you think about this, but the wife has got to be ready. La unida que sea, I'm ready. You know how to make tortillas? Uh-oh, mom. Llévala para la casa ahorita en esa noche. Canceling the wedding. Es un chiste, hermanos, de, ¿quién era Cantiflas? Creo que era Cantiflas, le pregunta. ¿Sabes hacer tortillas? No, pues no se van a casar. But there's things that are critical things. There's something beautiful. I mean, you know, I, I've talked about this before, and this is, it, it, some of this stuff starts to phase itself out, and it shouldn't. There should be sisters here that have a desire to, to spark up things and to teach things. But, you know, my, my mother-in-law, God bless you, hermano Juanita. I love you. I love you. You know why? Because I gained all this weight because of what you taught your daughter how to cook. She made some super good caldos. But when she decided she was going to get married, you made her take care of the house, I heard. You made her take care of everything and say, hey, this is, you know, what I remember, you know, there was things that you were, Uh, and that's, that was an old mindset. Que te vas a casar, necesitas entender cosas que van a estar importantes en sus vidas. Ahora no, ahora es que tú y que tú y que yo, que yo, yo hago eso, tú haces eso. Pero era algo que por los años, ¿por qué? Porque es algo lindo que alguien está preparada. It's beautiful when somebody's prepared. Now, it's a good thing, brothers and sisters, 
as we see as God moves us forward in understanding things. But I'd like to, for us to read this before we get into the main subject of the passage that we're going to read today. If we can turn from, if we can go to, I'm sorry, Matthew 4.17. Si podemos voltar, hermanos, para Mateos 4.17. Dice la palabra de Dios, desde entonces comenzó Jesús a predicar y a decir arrepentidos, arrepentidos, porque el reino de los cielos se ha acercado. For, from this time, from, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So the kingdom of God is at hand. Now he's like, Here's the invitation. Here's the talk. Here's the challenge. People hadn't heard this way of talking. Gente no ha oído. Juan de Bautista estaba preparando el camino para el Señor, pero el Señor era el camino. El Señor era el reino. Sus palabras eran palabras de vida. Da un ejemplo cuando estaba, cuando estaba andando con los dos hombres Um, después de, de la, el cruz cuando resucitó um, le, le, están hablando que pasó y que eso que, este, que Jesús viene que están hablando y, y es como chistoso no porque yo pienso que era poquito chistoso como Dios les pregunta y comenzaba a hablar con ellos pero ya sabía que estaban hablando y todo eso pero me gusta como el Señor lo, lo escriba y dicen pues esto pasó esto pasó pero dicen que en la, en la plática con él no querían que se ira, que se, se fuera de ellos, de su presencia. Can you imagine have God in your presence? And you just feel that, don't leave. Don't leave. Stay. That's his kingdom. For some of us that have experienced this Holy Spirit that has fallen on us and we feel this peace that in times that are times of trouble, in times that are of despair and you feel God's presence, you don't want it to leave. That's why I've always said, if I get lost in Jesus, don't find me. Don't find me. Don't send a search party. I'm happy. I'm good. You see, brothers and sisters, that's the mindset we have got to have. But we don't, right? Because we think of things that keep us here grounded. That keep, keep us in the kingdom. And then we see examples, right? We see the example on Sunday, right? David had his, you know, he had his wife that wasn't so prepared, right? She was prepared to bring him down. But you can see the actions of a man that that was what he was holding on to, and that's why he couldn't respond to God in obedience or even knew what to do. So how do we prepare ourselves as a bride for our husband? ¿Cómo los preparamos, hermanos? Como, como una esposa para nuestro marido. ¿Cómo los preparamos, hermanos? ¿Eh? Yo he oído cosas y dicen, ay, yo voy a pedir libras, ay, me voy a mirar así, voy a hacer estas cosas. Por los años ha oído diferentes cosas que se preparan. Pero lo estamos preparando en nuestros corazones. Porque físicamente muchos quieren hacer algo, pero es lo que es dentro de nosotros. 
que va a tener el impacto con el Señor. Amén. Yo quiero leer de ese parábola, hermano. ¿Es así dice parábola? Parábola. De en Mateos 22, hermanos. I want to read Matthew 22, and I want to read this parable. And we'll read here from verse 1. I'm going to read this in English. Lo voy a leer en inglés, hermanos. Aunque muchos mexicanos no están diciendo aleluya y amén ahorita, eso no me entienden. So voy, el resto de la explicación voy a hablar en inglés. Okay? Or maybe Japón. I don't know. I just don't know. If I don't get any praises in the English, I might go to some Alemania, some Germany. Okay? Either way, either one of those, I think it's going to all be the same when it comes to understanding me. It says right here in verse 1, it says, And Jesus answered and spoke unto them again by parables and said, verse 2, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son. Verse 3. And sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. And they would not come. So it's given this example of this parable and it refers to a king. And this king sends an invitation out. Because his son's going to get married. Seems like a really important thing, right? You're part of, you know, a city or part of a kingdom. And the king's asking you, hey, come, celebrate. My son's getting married. Verse 4, versículo 4. Again, he sent forth other servants saying, tell them which are bidden. Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatlings are killed. And all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. So he has a plan. An invitation is sent out. And people go out to tell the people this. Now you would think, regardless of what time it is in history, if something's going on, you ain't got to tell me twice if they got food. And some of you guys are. Out of the limones today, aren't you? In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit today. Cosas así se pueden, hermano. ¿Se duele algo? Whoo! But you ain't got to tell me twice if there's going to be a pachanga. But yet, he says it twice here. Go do it. And then he says, hey, come on. Got a dinner. We got the fixing because I'm a king and I'm not going to spare any expense. We keep reading here, verse 5. Seguimos leyendo aquí, versículo 5, hermanos. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. So these people ignored it. Why? Because of distractions that were in their life. You think I'm just talking about stuff and saying, I know what my problem is and one, why I can't see the, see the kingdom of God sometimes. It's because the distractions get too heavy that I can't hear the invitation. You see, sometimes we can't see this. We don't understand it because we're blind to it. We're deaf to it because of how involved we are in things that are not of the kingdom. Hermanos, eh, eh, a unos no, no, no le gusta no oír esto, pero gracias a Dios que no estamos en política aquí. 
Ay, no hablas tan duro, hermano Graviel. Es que un, unos de aquí tienen el dinero porque trabajan mucho en el reino aquí. Pues, ¿Qué estoy haciendo? ¿Qué tipo de trabajo estoy haciendo si no estoy avisando a mi hermano que no necesita trabajar tanto si pone su deseo en el reino de Dios? Que se trabaja solo. Pero las distracciones vinieron. Ah, los distracciones, no. Ahí están, ahí están. ¿Quién los ha tenido? Yo lo he tenido. Pero gracias a Dios, slap. I thank God, slap, slap. Que yeah, es importante. Okay, all right. Let's pray for Brother Rene real quick, brothers and sisters, if we can. We're going to take him to the hospital real quick. Let's see if we can bow our heads. Porque no oramos, hermanos, para esto. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father, right now. We believe in your power, Lord. We believe in the power of uh, uh, unifying ourselves right now in this prayer. We're asking for Brother Rene and the family right now in this moment, Lord, that they can uh, get him to the hospital, Lord, and get uh, all what he needs, Father, right now. Anything that's needed for him, like get him there, Lord Jesus. Bring peace into Donna and Renee's life, but bring healing right now. Father, and just we ask, Father, right now, we don't know what's going on, Father, but we know one thing, that you have a plan and protection for them. Father, we ask that right now that you just give them strength and power and all those that see him this evening. We ask this in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, so you can see here that they made light of it, and sometimes we're here, and the word of God is made light. La palabra de Dios es, eh. Ya ha oído esta palabra, eh. Ya sé esta palabra, eh. Pero todavía no estamos cambiando la cosa. Y mira que dice aquí, qué lindo es mi Cristo. Cuán grande es su amor. Mira que dice aquí, we keep on reading here, and we see what it says here in verse 6. And the rem remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. So even some of them were so angry, you're bothering me, and they killed the messengers. Amen? But verse 7 here. But when the king heard this, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their cities. Verse 8. Then said he to his servants, hey, hey, okay. We're not canceling anything. No vamos a cancelar nada, hermanos. Le dice. vamos a tener esta boda y está listo. But they which were bidden were not worthy. Verse 9. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. So ahora, hermanos, los que estaban invitados, los amigos, los, los amigos del rey, las personas que podían decir que debían estar ahí, no querían venir por las distracciones. Y unos eran torpes en su respuesta. Y les dice, ¿sabes qué? Vamos a abrir esta boda para todos. Y está dando un ejemplo también, hermanos, aquí que es, es eh, por favor, hermanos, ojalá que entiendan que no vamos a explicar todas las cosas en detalle, pero 
a veces vamos, pero está hablando también de los judíos aquí. Yo sé, yo sé si estamos pensando en eso. Si sí, habla de los judíos no reconociendo quién era Jesús y dice Jesús, pues vienen para los gentiles también. Es un enseñal para eso también. Pero yo quiero que entendamos una cosa, que el primera vez las distracciones es el razón del fariseo. The, the, the Pharisee asked, when is the kingdom of God? He goes, it's a, it's a hand, it's, 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 it's here. They couldn't see it. Why? Because of the distractions of their eyes, of seeing, of judgment, of thinking that they were holier than. We're nothing. We're worms. We need God in everything in our lives. Nosotros necesitamos el Señor en todas las cosas de nuestras vidas, hermanos. <laughs> Somos polvo, polvo, polvo y nada más. Pero gracias a Dios, hermanos, que tenemos un Dios que es misericordioso, un Dios de amor, un Dios que, que tiene un querer para nosotros, un plan para nosotros. Eso dice el rey, ok, pues invita a todos. Y viene esta invitación, invitación para todos. So the king gets tired and he says, invite everyone then. As many as ye shall find. Listen to this. And then verse 10. So the servants went out into the highways and gathered to get, together all as many as they found, both bad and good. That's a powerful statement right there. Qué lindo es, qué delicado es Jesús diciendo este parábola, hermanos. Parábola, parábola. Qué lindo es, ¿por qué? Porque es bueno. Diles a los buenos y a los malos. Entendemos qué es el reino de Dios. El reino de Dios es hecho de buenos y malos. Limitación es de buenos y malos. Es el Señor que da el crecimiento. Es el Señor y su amor que hace la revelación. ¿Por qué estaba sola la mujer en el, dice um, well, el Noria, Noria, that's it. I heard somebody else say, is it? Pozo, pero es Noria, to have heard Noria, Pozo. ¿Por qué estaba sola? ¿Por qué no entendieron que el reino de Dios estaba ahí? Le estaban mirando a ella y su vida, no mirando que estaba dentro, que le faltaba. You see, 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 God doesn't see you and just say, mm, nah. You're not going to make it. He wants you to see him. And you gotta get, he's got to get to the point that's broken. There's something broken in each one of us. Hay algo quebrado en cada uno de nosotros, hermanos. ¿Por qué estaba sola la mujer? La noria. Pues sabemos por qué. Porque la vida que vivía tenía vergüenza y esperaba que estaba caliente para... Estaba en las, en las olas, pero ahí estaba el reino de Dios para revelarse a ella esta invitación. Do we understand what it is to be invited 
by a king. So we keep on reading here, right? And we know the story. Everybody's like, I know the story, brother. I know the parables. Verse 11. Oh, I'm sorry. Go back. I'm sorry, brother. Verse 10. So those servants went out into the highways, gathered together all as many as were found, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with guests. That's exciting, right? The RSVPs came back, right, Nina? That's the stress you had. Is anybody going to, who's coming, who didn't say they were coming, they're coming. Are we going to have enough? This is so stressful. But I'm not going to show that I'm stressed out. But it all ends. Who cares? Because it's not for the enjoyment of others. It's for your moment with God. And so we see this, and it's beautiful because a wedding is now a wedding. El matrimonio va a estar lista, listo para tener el el marido está, la esposa. So we keep on reading here verse 11, right? And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there a man which was not, which had not a wedding garment. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't know how many years, how many of y'all years you've read this one, right? Amen? Amen. Some of y'all probably heard this too, but yeah, for me, it, it, what, what's the saying now that they say I was how many years old until I found this out? 46. I was 46 years old when I found this out. Did you know that the men, the, the groom, would give the guests the dress for the wedding? Sabías, hermanos, que yo no sabía esto hasta este día que en, en la cultura de judíos que el hombre mandaba el vestir para los invitados and they still practice that in cultures there's still cultures today that that's the thing did you know too I didn't know this either just so you know that the you know the the women when they want to wear a really nice dress and look great and everything else. praise the Lord God bless y'all for that but did you know that the man was the one that was looking all suave. That the man would wear, you know, the colors and all that stuff, and it wasn't the woman. Things have changed, right? Things change through the years. Traditions change. Did you know that it was the man that would prepare the house and how it looked? He would... The, de- the decorations and everything, he would prepare it. You know when the Lord says, I'm going to prepare a place for you? Right? For my father has what? That was the role of the husband. You see what he was saying? Because see, some, some of the stuff that gets lost, right, especially in today's age, where it's like, hey, you like me? I like you. I'll talk to you later, okay? I'm going to go fix and they say that even right now in, in Israel, that you'll see houses and then you'll see like con- concrete uh, places that have been started. And it's usually their sons creating this living space. And you'll see them. They'll see, you'll see a bunch of them because they still, there's people that still follow the tradition. 
And brothers and sisters, there's a lot of these things, but the Lord is giving an example here that they would understand. See, we, we see it and we're like, hmm, okay. But it's also with a spiritual reference that he's giving here. That this person was not dressed. Now, some of us can say, well, he's yeah, Brother Gabe, but he's referring. Yes, but it had to be connected to something with him. Just like he, as he was standing at the gates of hell. When he says, upon this rock. And many wouldn't understand that. Because they don't understand the location. But as he stood there before them and he said, how did, this, how did you enter into this wedding not dressed? You were invited. And your acceptance of that invitation got you your dress. But you decided not to wear what was given to you. Why? Why did you not wear what was given to you? Did you know that when it says that he's coming back for a church without what? Stains or wrinkles? Did you know that they actually would put wrinkles in the dress of a woman so they could put money? So they would actually tuck it away so it could pay for the wedding? But look how, how beautiful our Christ is. He says, I'm not coming back because it's paid for. So there's no wrinkles that need to be there. ¿Y qué cosa, hermanos? Las palabras de Dios es perfecta. Muchas veces lo leemos y lo entendemos en una manera, pero hasta que lo entendemos en el perspecto que estaba hablando en el tiempo. The word becomes true. How did you enter? Not dressed. But remember, this is a parable, right? There's another meaning to it. And we know that meaning. How? Because nobody can enter into this wedding without spiritually being dressed. But to connect that, people had to understand how a wedding would work, be officiated. Amen? We keep on reading right here, verse 12. And he said unto him, friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? Now, what? See, that's the one that was like, what, what do you mean by that? Wedding garment? Well, yeah, because they said that at these times they would, you know, the way the, we won't say bride and groom, right? Because it's not the bride and groom. But the bride picks the colors, right? It is, it is. It's, it's okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. The groom says, send this color out. We're going to see that everywhere. Everybody's going to wear that. Can you imagine that? You talk about, you know, trying to create a, <laughs> an atmosphere, everybody wearing the colors that were selected by the husband. Nina's all depressed right now. She goes, did I really do all this wrong? No, Nina, you didn't, okay? Calm down. I'm giving you an example of what the Lord is talking about here. And listen to this. And he was speechless. Y no tenía palabras. ¿Cómo no viniste vestido de boda? Con el vestido de boda. Amen. Verse 13. Then said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into the outer darkness 
There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. Muchos son llamados, pero pocos. Escogidos, hermanos. We can hear the trumpet sounding sometimes. When we hear things, we see things. You have this pandemic that comes and it wakes everybody up a little bit. That was crazy. What's up with that? Ah, we forget about it. We get back into our life. We make lemonade out of lemons because that's who we are. But God tries to wake us up. What are we doing for his kingdom? What are we doing for his kingdom? ¿Qué estamos haciendo para su reino, hermanos? Estamos tan ocupados en nuestras vidas que ya no estamos pensando cómo avanzar a su reino. Y creemos que estamos vestidos bien hasta que oímos su palabra. ¿Cómo estás vestido? ¿Cómo entraste? Obedeciendo. The silence I take is, okay, I got somewhere there, okay? I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with that, okay? Voy con el silencio, voy a entender que si llegó un punto, okay? Okay. Es, es mi amén al Señor esta noche, okay? El silencio. Primero de Juan 4.1 dice, 1 John 4.1 says, Amados, no creas a todo espíritu, sino probar los espíritus, si son de Dios, porque muchos falsos profetas han salido por el mundo. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now, brothers and sisters, why is this important to understand? Because this man was not dressed. Some reason he thought he was okay. And I'm not saying that he's the false prophet, but again, he didn't, he couldn't hear the king's decree clearly. Necesitamos a tener cuidado con esas vidas, hermanos. ¿Por qué? El razón que necesitamos a tener cuidado es porque hay intento a veces que es inocente. Puede ser bien inocente. ¿Qué dijo el Señor? ¿Que no debes qué? ¿Comer qué? Oh, no. Why is this sad? Because we've got to be vigilant in our walk with Christ because the enemy is like a roaring lion looking who he can devour. Oh, I tell you one thing, you guys would be, I'd like to see some of you bravo bravos if I told you that there was, we were in the, could you imagine being in Africa and you're having to get to your vehicle and you could just get swooped up from a, a lion that came out of the darkness? You guys would be, it would be a little scared. I've said that before, right? I've said also, you know, I've told you too, if there, I've told you, hey, brothers and sisters, a couple of snakes got lost in the church here in the sanctuary. So look, just look underneath your feet. Ah, how would everyone be? O sea, así es el enemigo ahorita. Si yo te decía, hermanos, que unos víboras están aquí, sueltos aquí en la iglesia, perdónanos, no sabía cómo entraron, pero están aquí, pues todos sus pieces le ponen arriba de los cientos y... Es común, ¿no? Pero, pero, si decimos, ten cuidado con el enemigo, te voy a agarrar. Estamos. Pero es cierto, hermanos. ¿Por qué qué? 
el reino de Dios, los valientes o okay, que rebatan. Y es alguien valiente. Orgullo, no. Sabiendo, amando su familia, como dijo el pastor. Velando para su familia. Ah, los valientes, sé. ¿Qué es el dicho? I'd rather be a, a living dog instead of a dead lion. Hermanos, es importante nosotros entender lo que es el reino de Dios y esta invitación que a veces no lo llevamos con estema. ¿Es ahí que esteem? ¿No lo estemamos? ¿Es ahí que we don't esteem it? ¿Estimamos? No lo guardamos con honra esta invitación. Pero es guardarlo con, es también tener compasión porque hay tantos que todavía necesitan oír esta invitación. Y gracias a Dios que hemos oído esta invitación. Thank God that we've heard this invitation from God. This is what we've been experiencing. This is how he's been speaking to you. This is why it's different. This is why it feels different in your life because you haven't had a lover like you've had with Jesus. You haven't had somebody that knows you better than anybody's ever known you because he's known you since your mother's womb. But many of us, we get lost again with the grind. We get lost with the distractions. Help us, God, to eliminate the distractions and to hear you. Amen. If we turn to Matthew 19, si voltamos, hermanos, para Mateos 19, 4. Él respondiendo les dijo, no habéis leído que el que los hizo al principio, varón y hembra los hizo. And he answered and said unto them, have you not read... Or were you not in the class this past Monday that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Verse 5. Y dijo, por esto el hombre dejará padre y madre y se unirá a su mujer y los dos serán una sola carne. And he said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife. I've always loved that word, right? Some of y'all don't know me yet. You got to look to see what cleaving means. Some of y'all live in your marriages like cleaving. Some of y'all say ball and chain, but you don't say cleaving. Ball and chain still a gap there, but cleaving means that there's no gap for the devil. How many of y'all struggling in your marriages right now because you ain't cleaving to each other? Oh, you don't want to hear me, do you? Some of y'all are like, oh, man, oh, he went that way. I thought this was beautiful. This was about somebody else's wedding. Now he's, now he's getting in my business. But it's the truth, brothers and sisters. How many of us are not cleaving to each other? Don't leave a gap. Because with the gap comes the enemy. With the gap comes the conversation with either one of you. But it says there, and this, for this reason, a man shall leave. And it says, and shall cleave to his wife, and they, tw and they twain 
and, the, and they twain shall be one flesh. And the two of them will be one. Amen? And we keep on reading here, verse 6. Wherefore, they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. Now, it's beautiful, right? This is, this is a, a, a preface to Saturday, right? The wedding. But it's also a preface to the kingdom of God, he's saying. That you're going to come one day in your life, and you're going to have to leave what you consider the most important thing to you. This world. And you're going to have to come to me. And we're going to become one. How can we prepare ourselves to where nothing in this world has any value to us more than God? ¿Cómo lo podemos prepararnos, hermanos? Que nada en este mundo tiene el valor como el Señor. ¿Cómo? Es una pregunta importante, ¿no, hermanos? ¿Por qué? ¿Qué va a pasar? El momento que el enemigo sabe que hay otra cosa más importante que el Señor. Ahí está tu distracción. Y ya no miramos el reino de Dios. Oh man, if some of y'all could just understand that God's talking to you today. You see, the distractions come and we just like, you know, it's everything, right? It's our children, it's work. It's our marriage, right? Everything's distracting us. But that moment that we say, God, it's you that I care about more than anything. It's you, God, that was there before anything. It's you that spoke to me. It's you that protected me. It's you that watched over me. Before anything, it's you that have loved me. It's you that's going to do it in the future for me. It's not the things around me that just hold me down, that weigh me down. It's you, God. It's you, God, that's good. It's you, God, that has mercy and compassion for my soul. I'm not honoring man right now in the way I'm going to live my life. I want to get to know you more because when I'm in your presence... Everything comes off, and I'm free with no shame. But the moment I'm not with you, I want to hide it. You don't think it's obvious to God when we're hiding it? Well, it's obvious to me when we're hiding it. We're here. We can't even smile or praise God or rejoice or say a hallelujah, say your praise the Lord. Muchas veces, ¿tú crees que es difícil para el Señor saber si estamos escondiendo algo, hermanos? Es fácil para mí para ver esas cosas. Si no podemos gozarnos, si tenemos vergüenza, como dije, hermanos, ya el pasado, si era una hora, si era diez minutos, ya pasaron. Estás en la presencia de Dios. ¿Por qué no estamos arrebatando su reino? Why are we taking his kingdom by force? We should take his kingdom by force. You're never going to please man. 
that will always lift you up to tear you down. But God doesn't tear you down. You start from a humble state. He elevates you up. God's mercy, God's grace is why we're here. Es por su gracia que estamos aquí, hermanos. Su amor para nosotros. Su invitación. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. We're going to read this last verse. Amen. Hebreos 10, 26. Hebrews 10, 26. Porque si pecaremos, porque si pecaremos, voluntariamente, después de haber recibido el conocimiento de la verdad, ya no queda más sacrificio por los pecados. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Now, brothers and sisters, what does that mean? Get, get, get. ¿Por qué, hermano? Parates con un versículo que es. No queremos oír. Bendícenos, Señor. Queremos más de ti, Señor. Yo, yo quiero enriquecerme. Enriquecerme. How do you say that? Enrich me. Enriquecerme. No, 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 no. Entender eso, hermanos. Que esta palabra. Que vino hoy. Este anuncio, anuncio, announcement. ¿Eh? ¿Sarucho? Anuncio. ¿Sarucho? Anuncio, este anuncio. Era del Señor, hermanos, para despertarnos, para entender una cosa. No es cuánto sabemos de la palabra de Dios. Porque una persona puede saber un versículo y ser fiel en ese versículo. Y no pecar en otras cosas como los frutos del Espíritu Santo. Ah, uno estaba pensando, ¿cuál versículo estaba hablando? Porque dice que no hay ley. Pero hay unos de nosotros. Y me gusta eso también. Yo soy una persona que me gusta meterme y oír y hablar. Y... Pero no quiero no ver el reino de Dios que está enfrente de mí. Tenga compasión para mí, Señor. Porque soy humano. Me enseñan de niño que tú necesitas hacer el mejor. Tú necesitas hacer más fuerte. Tú necesitas hacer number one. Le dije a la niña. Pero el Señor me dice ser fiel. Ser fiel. This world teaches you be the smartest be the fastest, be the best. God says, be faithful. 
Be obedient. Be humble. Estamos en las manos de un Dios vivo, hermanos. ¿Por qué no nos paramos? Why don't we all stand up? Praise God. Brothers and sisters, a couple of announcements. This Friday, we will not be having prayer service. Este viernes vamos a tener el servicio de oración, hermanos. Uh, también mandamos un mensaje. Uh, yo sé que muchos ya han, pero ahí tenemos los grupos, hermanos, que tenemos el grupo de la el clase de los lunes, pero también el, uh, tenemos otros grupos también, como uh, grupo de los hombres, hombres de valor. Sí, um, es una oportunidad para estar en ese grupo. También estamos mandando mensajes los varones uh, hablando. También tienen un grupo, un grupo para las hermanas. También tenemos un grupo también, hermanos, de uh, uh, servicio. Uh, las cosas que se necesitan hacer aquí en la iglesia. Ya estamos hablando de unas cosas, pero hay más cosas que necesitamos. Cosas técnicas, cosas de, de las cámaras, cosas de... Uh, que ya han hablado los hermanos también hemos hablado de, de hacer cosas en, la, en los baños cambiar los baños y todo esto so, por favor si, si tienen el deseo uh, para estar parte de esas cosas ahí están los grupos también si tienen tiempo como vamos a, ya estamos hablando que un, un día del el mes vamos a venir aquí y limpiar la iglesia muy bien por unas horas pero con mucha ayuda se hace pronto hermanos mucho pero eso es la cosa que inspira. El momento que nosotros, como, como me gusta a veces, hermano, yo, un, un poquito, un poquito, un poquito, un poquito, un poquito palabra, ¿ok? ¿Cómo me gusta hablar con personas? Cuando ocupo a alguien en el trabajo, estoy uh, en el interview, no sé, en la entrevista con alguien, ¿cómo me a veces le dice a la persona, mira, mira, no te voy a enseñar que tú, las cosas que tus padres te debían enseñar. Cómo llegar al trabajo temprano, cómo trabajar. No, yo no estoy aquí para enseñarte esas cosas. Ya debes saber eso. Es, es mi dicho. Nadie me dijo eso. Yo, yo más comencé a decir eso. Pero la otra cosa es también, hermanos, que a veces, qué lindo es porque muchas veces decimos una cosa que es, no tengo qué, tiempo. A ver, ¿cuántos nosotros usamos eso muchas veces? No, pero la cosa es, hermanos, ese es el sacrificio. Nadie los dice a nosotros en cosas, hermanos, el sacrificio es que lo hacemos para el Señor. So Dios bendiga a todos. En razón que hicimos estas cosas, hermanos, hay muchos hermanos que han dicho, queremos hacer algo. Queremos, ¿qué, qué podemos hacer? Hace unos meses han dicho eso. Estamos queriendo agarrar algo para hacer y vamos a tener muchas cosas que podemos hacer. Amén. ¿Por qué? Porque el reino de Dios está aquí. ¿Lo creemos, hermanos? ¿Lo creemos, eh? El reino de Dios está aquí. Debemos gozarnos, debemos tener una esperanza para nuestras familias. Amén. ¿Por qué no pasamos, hermanos, oramos y alabamos al Señor? Seguimos orando por todas las necesidades. Ahorita vamos a tener en oración, hermano René. Let's keep on praying for brother René. Let's keep on uh, thinking about uh, 
uh, all the needs that are here in the church. Amen. Like I was talking about, brothers and sisters, if you haven't had a chance to sign up for the groups that we have here, there's some amazing things that are happening. I love hearing some of the things that are going on already. Man, God's moving in people's hearts, and I'm praying hard for people that have a desire to. Man, that's like I told you, that moves me. It doesn't move me when you have an opinion with no action. It moves me when you are there to say, I'm here to serve. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Because we have a great, we have a great, great cause, don't we? This is our church. I mean, this is our, this is our, this is our place that we honor God. We worship God in the tabernacle. Amen? So praise God. But let's pray, brothers and sisters. Happy birthday, Ivy. God bless you, brother. 22 years old. Amen? Amen. We're going to be praying for you for many more years. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Love hearing you in the mornings. Lorenzo and I appreciate that. It's a blessing. Es un bendición, hermanos, cuando los oyemos en, en el radio, mandando un mensaje, que están escuchando, tienen un agradecimiento. Es un gracias, hermano Martínez. Todos los hermanos, brother James with the picture showing us, you guys are a blessing. You're a blessing. Yo tengo sentimiento porque si, si mi papá sabía esas cosas del YouTube. No, hombre, se metía. Él posía botones. You think I had hot mic problems? He has. He used to have hot mic problems. He'd be yelling at, at Tony, the guy that cussed it. Tony! And he had the mic on the radio when he was on. But brothers and sisters, we have a great, great future in Christ. Amen. Can we hear his voice calling? Why don't we pray? Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful, Lord, for your love, your grace, your mercy. Estamos bien agradecidos, Señor, por tu amor, Señor, por todo lo que haces, Señor, en nuestras vidas. Estamos pidiendo ahorita, Señor, que bendices, Señor, ahorita el hermano René. No sabemos qué está pasando, Señor, pero nuestras oraciones es que llegan a tu trono, Señor. Ahorita bendiga a su familia, el hermano Richard, el hermano, hermana Margie, que los llevan para el hospital, Señor. Pero estamos pidiendo también, Señor, para la iglesia que despierta, Señor, en esta invitación. Qué preciosa invitación que los dices. Pero también estamos obedeciendo el vestir, Señor. ¿Qué es el vestido, Señor, que estás demandando de nosotros, Señor? Ya sabemos tu palabra. Los limpia, Señor. Quita arrugas, Señor. Mancha. Estamos pidiendo, Señor, ahorita que levantas nuestros corazones, nuestras mentes, nuestras almas a ti, Señor. Más que todo que sanas do, el dolorido, Señor, de la iglesia, porque la iglesia está dolorido, Señor. Ha pasado cosas por los años, Señor. Ofensas, Señor. A veces no se ha explicado bien, Señor. ¿Quién eres tú? Estamos pidiendo ahorita en este momento, Señor. Que tu palabra, que tu voz, Señor, llega a los corazones que están doloridos ahorita y que los sana, Señor, en tu precioso nombre. We ask, Lord, right now that your words reach the hearts and heal the hearts, Lord, and bless the hearts, Jesus. The church through the years also has been at fault for many to go away from you, Father. And we ask, Lord, that you help us, Lord, to get your word out there, your invitation out there, Lord Jesus. You have asked us, Lord, as your servants to get the invitation out there, Father, for your kingdom is at hand, Father. 
We give you thanks, Lord, for your faithfulness. We give you thanks for your mercy, for your love, Father. We thank you for this special week, Lord, as, as it's preparing for my son's wedding. I ask that you bless them, Father, that they understand that this is all temporary, that the greater marriage is with you, Jesus. That they push each other to you, Father. That they motivate each other to you, Jesus and not get distracted on the things that are here on earth, Father, but to see you above all things. We thank you, Father. Te damos estamos agradecidos, Señor, por todo lo que haces. Todo lo que es bueno es de ti, Señor. Estamos pidiendo ahorita, Señor, que bendiga nuestros hijos, nuestra comunidad, Señor, nuestras casas. Open up our eyes, Lord, to see the position we have in our homes to take care of our families, to be leaders, Father, and not fall asleep at the wheel, Jesus. We ask for strength. We ask for wisdom, Lord. But we also ask, Lord, that you give us revelation and the obedience it is to be in your kingdom, Father. We thank you, Father. We ask that you bless us as we dismiss this service, Lord. But we take you with us everywhere we go, Father. I also ask that you bless Ivan, Lord, we're thankful for the year that you've given them, Lord. We ask that you give them many more, Father, and you get them closer and closer to you, Jesus. This inspiration that you put in his heart, it's between you and him, Father. And what you're doing in Karina's life and them, that's between you and her, Father. I ask, Lord, that you just guide their family, their beautiful family, Lord, and bless them, Lord. Bless them, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing, Father. And we ask, Lord, that you could just continue to guide our hearts I ask that you bless Marito that's here, that you bless Isaac that's here, Lord. Brothers that, you know, people that we've seen, Lord, through the years and people that we've had relationships with, Lord, that they can understand this invitation and this love from you, Jesus. Bless their families, Lord. Bless their, their going to and going from, Lord. Father, I ask, Lord, that you, more than anything, take control of our lives and that we acknowledge you above everything, above our desires, we acknowledge you, Jesus. We ask this, Father, in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen.